Hey, it's Jeepaw. The first plank of my take on fixing the trade is MMMSS. If you want more value faster, take many more, much smaller steps. Today, I want to start laying this out for folks. Now, this isn't going to happen in one thread, but let's get started. The first thing to get about MMMSS is that it represents a radical change. It seems like a minor tweak, but it's not. It's a complete reversal of a whole body of existing trade practice. The model I call rework avoidance theory. To drive it home, uh, maybe a picture will help, but of course this is audio, so I'll just have to describe it to you. Now, what I've got here is uh, uh, time going from left to right with a, a block called walking skeleton and then a bunch of little tiny steps that take us from here to the destination. And the steps form a very complicated, very crooked line spreading across the page. And the, the title says the most efficient path. And MMMSS is telling you expressly, explicitly, this is the most efficient path. And the reaction I'm wanting is, this is whack. That line isn't straight, so it can't be efficient. Those steps are really small, so they can't be better than big steps. Where's planning and coordination? This is disorderly and quasi-random, not efficient at all. Whack. The dude's whack. It's the nature of the steps that is making the path look this way. They're constraints. Each step meets a minimum of three criteria. One, it must be small enough. Two, it must be shippable on completion. And three, it must not make things worse. Those are all vague terms, and we'll get to that. But the reason that that line isn't aimed straight at the destination each time is because there was no step at that location that met those three criteria. The choices were too big or unshippable or made things worse. For reference, there's uh, an approach to change that we see most commonly in the trade. And, and this is what I call rework avoidance theory, the rat. And it has us all walking around trying to do stuff like this to be efficient. We think really hard, determine the target, identify the final pieces, break it up into streams, work these multiple streams, assemble it all at the end, and then we get whatever reward we're going to get. And that is the sort of standard popular idea for today. And, well, you got to admit, it's a lot straighter and cleaner and more orderly and organized and coordinated and, frankly, looks better on a slide. So you can see, we got a hell of a case we're going to have to make to suggest that the first path is more efficient than the second one. I'm going to blurt that case out quick like a bunny, but each of its elements is a whole argument in and of itself and a whole other thread for later. There are four elements to the case. One, actual change isn't plain geometry. It doesn't happen in platonic flatland, but in an incredibly twisty, complicated, loopy, ever-shifting, high-dimensional, murky, and curved manifold, one we call reality. All arguments abstract details away from reality, including the one we're making right now. But arguments from plane geometry abstract away not just details, 
but many critical and even dominant factors affecting change. Two, directed parallelism, where a central intelligence plans, monitors, and coordinates multiple streams of activity as a sharply rising nonlinear cost curve at even very small numbers of streams. Uh, parallelism is never free, and directed parallelism's cost isn't linear as the size of the problem goes up. It doesn't just get harder when we add more streams, it gets harder-er, quickly swamping any benefit it might deliver. Three, small steps have intrinsic value in human enterprise. That is, regardless of the value of a small step to the outside world, it brings powerful value to the internal operation of a system for no other reason than that it is a small step. Steerability, interruptibility, grokability, rhythm, motivation, focus, reversibility, and undirected target parallelism, all of these are of huge benefit in human enterprise, and they're all part of the intrinsic benefit of small steps. Four. Embracing change in technique and attitude is increasingly well understood, and the costs of avoiding change are extremely high. When we assume change, welcome it, build for it. When we embrace change, we far outperform the old rework avoidance theory. The rat hates change because it purposefully makes ecologies on the assumption that change won't happen. Fix that technique and attitude Change goes from being the monster under the bed to our most delightful, energizing, and exciting companion, a key to our success in the world. So this is a very shallow sketch, but I hope it's a sketch that gets you hooked because we've got miles to go before we sleep. We got one ugly picture, one pretty picture, and a very striking disagreement about effectiveness in change. We've got vague definitions for steps and vague one-liners of the three criteria for choosing steps, and we've got a case to make built on four elements. Whew. The next stop, sometime this week, will be to get a richer sense of what we mean by step, by size, by shippable, and by non-negative. That ought to fill up the next thread just fine, and I hope you'll come along for the ride. One last thought before we go. You probably think this is a conversation about changing code, or, or maybe you're a maker of the product variety and it's about changing product, or a coach and it's about changing process or orgs. You'd be right and you'd be wrong. MMMSS isn't about changing code or product or process, it's about changing. Making changes, responding to changes, embracing change in every domain. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, and we'll talk more later. I'm Jeepa. Thanks for listening. Hey folks, the Change Harvesting Camarada, an informal gathering of change harvesters, is open. Come to jeepahill.org slash camarada and check it out. Join today. The first 50 yearly members get a personal consultation with me, Jeepa. Thanks. Thanks.